Welcome to Confidence and Creativity, a show where we encourage you to show up for yourself and express your confidence and creativity in business and in life. I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, founder and CEO of Mission Key Communications, and I'm so grateful to spend this time with you today. Let's get into the show. Welcome to today's live. Hope you all are doing well. I am super excited about today's conversation. We are talking about personal branding today and talking with the amazing social media consultant, guru, strategist, coach, etc. Miss Portia Obang. I am so excited to bring her on today. So if you have any questions about personal branding, social media, and specifically, we're going to talk about one social media platform that is very much overlooked. So I'm going to let her explain a little bit about that. That's not our main topic for today, but I do want her to share about a social media platform that is highly overlooked because when she shared these stats with me, it just blew me, blew my mind. And so I definitely think it is something that's super important for, uh, for our viewers to know. So we will be saving the replay of this. So if you are watching the replay, please type replay in the chat. And for those of you who do not know me, my name is Samantha McCoy. I am the founder and CEO of Mission Key Communications, where we equip entrepreneurs and leaders to increase their visibility through public relations and personal branding strategies. And we are super excited because we are hosting our first virtual live event, November 9th through the 11th called Publicize Like a Pro. It's going to be three nights of teaching from myself, from Portia, she's going to be teaching as well, and another lovely woman, Ashley Cherie, who is going to be teaching. She is a personal brand strategist. And so all three of us are going to be coming together to talk about how you can elevate your personal brand and get yourself positioned for new opportunities, new, uh, whether it's business, whether it's career, how you can get yourself positioned for those amazing opportunities you've always wanted and be able to do it even without a public relations agency. So I'm going to bring Portia up. I've probably said too much already because <laughs> I know we only have a few minutes with her. So I want to bring her on. Let's see if we can get her. And um, Portia, you might have to request to um, to come in. Let me see. Here we go. All right. So we are going to bring her up. And if you have any questions, again, definitely put those into the chat. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. I love your glow. You are ready to go. I already saw you have been giving some amazing tips this week already. So I don't even know where to start. I have so many questions. So fortunately, Portia and I are going to be live uh, several times this month. So if we don't get to everything today, she will be back next week. So um, so this is going to be one of a few chats we are doing with her. But Portia, how are you? I'm doing well. I like that we match it with the bold lip, you know? Yes, had to, had to. I love it. I'm doing well today, thank God. 
we're here. Awesome, awesome. Yes, you look beautiful. Your background is beautiful. Thank so, you so I know you are going to be with us on our first virtual live experience, November 9th through 11th, publicized like a pro. And I know the, the part that you're going to be talking about is branding, but branding when it comes to your social media and your social media presence and getting that ready. So I know today we're going to be talking about our personal brand stories. But before we get into that, can you just share a little bit of the stats that you shared with me about what the most overlooked social media platform is when it comes to working with key decision makers and landing those business to business opportunities? Yeah, so uh, the most overlooked platform is LinkedIn. Uh, it's because Instagram and TikTok are so visible, but I tell people all the time, there are people on Instagram who have 100,000 plus followers who are probably living in the hood and have uh, zero money in their bank account. So if you really are trying to make money on the interwebs, uh, LinkedIn is a place to be. This is where people who have the money reside. <laughs> this is where they are. Uh, so the people who are decision makers, uh, they are the ones who are on LinkedIn. Just like one stat is that it's about the average user on LinkedIn. Their average salary is over $75,000 a year. 80% um, of business to business leads come from LinkedIn. And it's just chock full of decision makers on that platform. I've gotten pretty much all of my opportunities from LinkedIn without really advertising myself. Uh, yes, I talk about my Level Up Your LinkedIn program. Um, and then also I talk about like the, the coaching that I offer, but I'm not really like in your face, like hire me, hire me. But um, all of my speaking gigs have come from LinkedIn. I basically just post a couple of videos uh, a week and people are like, hey girl, come and talk to us. That is amazing. That's amazing. So how did you get started on your personal brand journey? Because I know now branding is a buzzword. Everybody's talking about it. But how did it start for you? And I really love your story because you are not like an Instagram celeb, right? But you have some amazing opportunities that you've been able to get from the strategy that you're using. So I just want people to know, you know, getting to that 10K is great, but it is not a requirement to get the opportunities that you that you desire. So can you talk a little bit about your journey? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I've been doing social media for a long time. My first social media job was way back in 2009. So I do have like professional experience working on social and I've been in the game before, you know, Instagram, before Pinterest, before TikTok existed. Uh, but for like personally, I actually started um, a fairly popular Instagram account a couple years ago. And this, I mean, this was back in the day when Instagram actually had organic growth. Uh, the photos were still being posted in uh, chronological order. So the strategies that I used there to grow that account were pretty simple. Like really all you had to do was post uh, six, seven times a day. And since we were using a uh, user generated content, we just had users use our specific hashtag in their photos. So we were just able to repost. And then we were able to make some brand deals and do giveaways, uh, which helped increase our visibility as well. Because uh, back then it was just about being in people's timelines. And the way yeah. to be in people's timelines was when it was chronologic was just to post a lot. Uh, but then uh, since Instagram doesn't care about your life or your mental health or anything, <laughs> All they care about is making money. Since they transformed the platform now, uh, I tell people that, you know, if you really want to grow on Instagram, you're just going to have to do reels 
and stories and IG live. Like that's what they're pushing. They're pushing video. They're trying to keep up with TikTok and with YouTube. So that's what we're going to see going forward uh, with Instagram. Uh, when it comes to LinkedIn, I actually had to, I was kind of forced to learn how to use LinkedIn after I was laid off from one of my jobs, which was uh, a social media job, actually. It was, again, back in the day uh, and the company, it was a small nonprofit and they didn't feel that there was a need for social media. They didn't see like, they didn't see it going anywhere. And so uh, my position was eliminated and I was forced to learn how to use LinkedIn because I reached out to the career advisor um, in my, uh, where, my, where I went to undergrad and she helped me with my resume. And she was like, oh, well, are you using LinkedIn to network and have like um, informational interviews? And I was like, no, not really. So she helped me really level up my LinkedIn profile. And the first contract job that I got after I updated it was from somebody who I connected with on LinkedIn and had an informational interview with that person. And then since then, yeah, I've just been posting consistently for the last year and just seeing like really great results, great business has come from just being visible on LinkedIn. Yes, that, that's excellent, that's excellent. So as far as frequency of posting, how has that, how has that worked for you? Uh, so for LinkedIn, the thing that I love about it is that it is not destroyed by money yet. So <laughs> they still they still will give you some good organic growth. And also LinkedIn is still trying to figure out themselves as a platform. They've tried a lot of different things that haven't really worked. But I post only three times a week on LinkedIn and people think I post a lot more. Uh, but I do spend probably, I'd say maybe 30 minutes a day in the morning commenting on other people's posts because that's really helpful for your visibility as well and uh, helping people understand that you know what you're talking about. So I would say you can post, you know, two, three times a week and still be good. But if you spend that time commenting on other people's posts, like 30 minutes a day, uh, it'll help you in the long run. I tell people, actually, the average amount of time that people spend on Instagram is 30 minutes a day and rising, like it ranges from like 30 minutes to 50 minutes. So if you can spend 30 minutes on Instagram, not making money, like at least go on LinkedIn and use that time, you know, to invest in connecting with recruiters or sharing your knowledge on industry thought leaders, like posting under, under their posts and making comments under their posts. You can at least potentially make money, you know, on LinkedIn. So I tell people that. Yes, that, that's excellent. So as far as the type of content, I know you do a lot of videos. Do you find that that works the best for engagement when you're talking about actually sharing your expertise or what types of, of content works best? Yeah, video doesn't really work well on LinkedIn, but I wanted to get comfortable being under the uh, in front of the camera because I'm not very okay. comfortable uh, on camera at all. But really for LinkedIn, what works the most is what keeps people on the platform the most which is for any social media platform, which is why I go back to Instagram, which is why they're pushing video because video keeps people on the platform for longer, which means they can charge advertisers more dollars for their ads. So they can say, hey, you know, like I mentioned, uh, the average person spends 30 minutes on uh, Instagram and they're looking at, you know, five to six videos a day. So we can charge you X amount of money for this ad. Uh, whereas for LinkedIn, um, I would say the, the content pieces that are the most I guess, yeah, that get the most engagement are long texts. So a post that includes long texts, lots of white space, and then emojis, because people have to read it, it'll keep them on the platform longer. Or if you have a post that has long text and then an image as well, um, I've been testing uh, GIFs on LinkedIn and those have been engaging well. Uh, but yeah, 
and then also like a caveat to that is if you post something that really resonates with people they're still going to engage with it it could be just like two or three lines i know a lot of the stuff that people engage with is like you don't deserve to be at that job that doesn't respect you right right can i get a heart in the comments like people people like doing that type of stuff on linkedin got it got it well that's interesting i actually was not aware of that video piece so thank you for for letting us know that so how about how did you did you ever kind of hesitate with you know kind of putting yourself out there because especially as you know being in social media being someone who has kind of been you know that role is kind of a behind the scenes role where you're helping to coordinate with other organizations and help getting them visible so was it a pivot at all for you to become visible yourself absolutely uh let me tell you i was terrified before i posted my first video i said you know i was like okay this was even i think this was like two november yeah two novembers ago like it was black friday i was like oh i'm gonna get this ring light it's gonna be great i'm, I'm gonna be making these videos i'm gonna be sharing all my content and my information with people and that that ring light sat in the box for months upon months because i just was terrified to be in front of video because i'm very i'm not very comfortable uh that's not for me uh there's people who can just go on live like linkedin live instagram live without a script and just talk that's not that's not what i can do like i need to have my talking points and a script. I need to practice a couple of times. So it was very nerve wracking for me to get in front of that camera. However, I told myself, there is no way that I'm going to be in the same position six months from now as I am today. Like I needed to change things in my business. I needed to change things in my work. I had to do what needed to be done. And that was for me, uh, essentially, I wouldn't even say motivation. Cause I tell people like motivation is a myth. Like if you wait on motivation, mm. you're just going to be waiting for a long time. But I had to really create the discipline of being like, okay, these are the things that I want to see in my life. So I'm going to do the work, you know, to get what I want to see. And that's how I had to tell myself to get visible. And then also I had to be like, you know, you need to get over yourself. Like it's not necessarily about you, right? Like it's about the people that you're going to help and really being obedient to God. Cause like, when, when something is in my mind and it keeps coming back over and over and I don't want to do it, then I know that it's God. <laughs> so I just Woo! wanted to, I wanted to. All right, uh, message. So we got, a, we got a, little, a little message in there as well. That's good. Yes, yes. Stepping out of the comfort zone, right? So I said, if you've been following my post, I said October is crazy faith October because we're talking about stepping out and doing new things. This whole virtual experience, it is something brand new for me. I have done uh, classes before, but to do something that is actually a three-day experience is is new and it has been a learning curve but you know we're moving we're moving forward so i'm really really excited and so glad to have you you be a part of this so i know i said that i'm going to be sharing a little bit of my story as well so i am going to do that because i i tend to i love asking people questions as you can see but but just a little bit about my story. I One of the reasons that I actually got into public relations is because I enjoy and still enjoy elevating the stories and the brands and the experiences of other people and other organizations. There are so many people who are doing amazing things that I feel like I can talk about them all day. So I will put in the work, put in the hours, whatever is needs to be done to get their stories out. But then when it came to me, actually, 
actually showing my face or actually putting myself out there. I was just like, mm, you know, is this something that I really want to do? So my personal branding for me, the platform that I've actually been using the most so far has been Instagram. And I, I have liked it because it's just allowed me to experiment with a lot of different types of content. So similar to you, I also have not been comfortable on video, believe it or not. And so I started challenging myself about a year or a year and a half ago to start going live. And I would just go live. At first, I think I was doing the pre-recorded video and then I would post it because I was just like, I'm not about to go live on here and not have any talking points. Cause I'm, I'm the same with that. I need to also have some kind of sense of what I'm talking about. But um, so I just began to challenge myself to do that. I started challenging myself to have a little bit more um, brand consistency in just the look and the style of what I was posting just to kind of give it a, a cohesive feel. Um, and also started just trying different types of things. So different quotes, different knowledge about, you know, public relations, communications, um, doing interviews with other people. I enjoy that. And so just different things that I tried and, and cultivated over time. And it was so interesting because this is something happened to me this year that I never thought would happen. And well, I, sh I shouldn't say never, but never so soon. So a, a producer, a television producer actually reached out to me uh, and asked me if I was able to come on and be a guest on a morning show to talk about personal branding. And I was just like, what in the world? Like me? <laughs> because I definitely don't, I brand myself as a publicist, but not a personal brand strategist. But because she saw all of the things that I have been doing over time, she thought, hey, maybe this is a person who could come in and talk about personal branding. And so I realized that I had my own, I had developed over time my own personal brand philosophy. And that is now what I incorporate into even my public relations uh, training and consulting that I do with people because it really all works together. And when you are working about, when you're thinking about, you know, getting intentional about um, letting yourself be visible, all you need all of those pieces all those elements because as we know we cannot rely on just one platform to to elevate our our brands because they could go down at any point so what i like to do is let people know that we need to have what i call a visibility matrix where you are visible on a variety of platforms and really being intentional about showing up in different places so that if one of them were to go down or one of them were to discontinue for any reason, people would be able to find you somewhere else. So that's a little bit of my of my brand story. Yeah, well, a couple of things is that, uh, I know when we were talking first, um, you were talking about your mailing list and you were like, oh, I'm growing my mailing list. And I was like, well, your mailing list is the, one of the best things you can do. Like if you can get a mailing list or a text list, because like, as much as like you can be on, you know, the multiple platforms, that is fantastic, but we're renting space on all these platforms. You need Very to own, true. Yeah, you need to own this information. So that's why I was like, yeah, encouraging you when you were uh, building up your mailing list. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But then also I wanted to ask you, uh, when you said that you like decided to finally get in front of the camera, was there something that, was there something that you told yourself or was there something like a specific event that happened that you were really like, okay, I need to put myself out there and really get more visible, as you mentioned. Yeah, for me, I really, I began to realize that I 
had to be the person to let people know what I specialized in and what I did. And because I realized that I was not getting tapped for different opportunities or invited to different opportunities. And I started to see friends of mine and colleagues and people that I know. And I was just like, okay, that's cool for them, but I would love to have some of these opportunities as well. So what are they doing that I'm not doing? And so as I started to think about that and, and analyze that, I realized that they were creating space for themselves. They were being very vocal about what they did. They were being very intentional about letting people know, and they were creating their own spaces, their own platforms, their own events, et cetera. And that was really how their, their brands took off. And so I said, all right, well, this is the way to go. So I got to take off the, the discomfort and put myself out there as well. Well, also, I like that you did that because I like that you believed that you were worthy of receiving the same type of opportunities that you saw your colleagues receiving. Because I think a lot of the times we can see some of the stuff that other people are doing and we can say to ourselves, oh, I, you know, I'm not as smart as them or like I don't have as much experience as them. And then we'll diminish, we'll diminish and discount ourselves. But I'm glad that you saw them. Um, and it was a catalyst for you to get moving because you knew that you had the, the information uh, and that you were worthy of all of those opportunities coming to you as well. Yes, that's good. Now, let me be honest. It was a journey for me to get there because at first I did struggle with those emotions. And I was just like, oh, well, they must be better than me and they must be better than me. And I really started as I was going to conferences and events and different things, I would always read the bios of the people who were on the panel or the people who were the keynote speakers. And I started to notice, I said, wait a minute, this bio looks like mine. <laughs> and that was really what helped me to kind of close that gap because I just, I think for me, I really use it as an excuse because I just said, okay, these people are getting these opportunities because they're X years older or they've had X years more experience or they've worked with these Fortune 500 organizations. And so I would just kind of justify like, okay, that's the reason I'm not getting it. That's the reason right. I'm not getting it. But then as I started to see bios that were very similar to mine, I said, all right, Samantha, you don't have any more excuses. Now the only difference between you and them is that they are being intentional and you are hoping that somebody will just come and find you. <laughs> so, so that was my That's journey. Great. I love that. Yes, I love that you got intentional. That's another thing that I think is really important for people to understand is that a lot of the times we think, oh, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> they ain't coming. You have, you, have to, you have to be very intentional about what you're doing. Like you can have the greatest program in the world. You can be like the best at what you are. But if you're not intentional about how you're going to get in front of people's faces, then there's really, you're not going to see the results. Yes. Very, very true. Very, very true. So, um, so Portia, how about what are some things that some services that you provide to to your clients? What types of things do you help walk them through from, you know, when they're just getting started on on social media? Yeah. So for LinkedIn in particular, uh, my main thing is helping women stop selling themselves short uh, so they can start attracting the money, money making opportunities that they deserve uh, when it comes to LinkedIn. Uh, so most of the clients that come to me, they are very, very talented, 
but they've just been, I feel like, you know, especially particularly black women have just been beat down by society and just being in work environments that are either toxic or not uplifting and don't recognize them for the amazing work that they do. And so my main thing is through my one-on-one -on -one coaching and then my group coaching is really helping women change their mindset about the uh, things that they've accomplished in their careers, like to stop dis diminishing those things that they've accomplished and changing their mindset so that they can attract the things that they truly deserve. So you're very worthy of, you know, like you're very worthy of these great opportunities. You're very worthy of uh, that salary that, you know, when they give you an offer and you counter with a number that makes you very nervous, you're more than worthy of those numbers because when you think about like all the value that you bring to a company, what they pay you is pennies. It's pennies for all of the value that you bring. So it's my, like, my mission to make sure that you are showcasing and making it very clear, very, very clear to potential employers or potential clients that you know what you're talking about and you can deliver results for them. You have to very effectively communicate that you can deliver results. So I offer that the one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching and then the group coaching program. And then I also do webinars for a lot of corporations so or, or universities. So uh, tomorrow I'm doing a webinar for uh, Parsons, Parsons Design School for the Paris campus. Uh, I like talking to the kids as well. So I'll be talking to them about uh, leveling up on LinkedIn. Because again, it's another thing with uh, students where they think, oh, well, I don't have the experience. Uh, I don't know if I should apply for this position or this role. Well, then why did you go to school? What, why are you, like, what do you learn in the school? Do you not have project work? Have you not done internships? Have you not done work study? Pretty much, if you can just show up and learn, you can pretty much do anything. The work that like most of us do is we're not neuroscientists. Like you can figure out how to do it as long you can as long as you can demonstrate that I know how to learn and I know how to execute. That's all you need. So that's like in a nutshell the things that I do. And then also I'm thinking about doing another uh, Instagram workshop. I used to do Instagram workshops back in the day, uh, but I recently did a video workshop uh, for the Parsons uh, New York campus uh, about Instagram video. So I'm thinking I might want to start doing that one again. So preparing people for the changes that Instagram will be making uh, moving forward. Yes, yes. No, that, that's excellent. And I, I really love what you said about understanding your value, because I think particularly when you are not only in corporate, but really any organization, it can be very tempting to kind of limit yourself to the role that you have or the title that you have. And I think it's almost like a psychology, like some kind of psychological manipulation in a bad way because it's almost like if whatever the organization whether it's corporate or nonprofit because nonprofit is challenging as well I have done both <laughs> but in, yeah in both of those environments it's almost like if they can just kind of think that make you think that you're just you need to do something else before you can get to that next level or something else before you can get that extra you know five thousand dollar raise which is like a couple dollars a month you know what I mean so it's like they kind of really they're just kind of like oh well you're not really this or you're not really that or this doesn't really you know show anything or you know if you're just doing the job you know that's really not enough and it's just like so I have to do above the job in order to under like it's just this whole situation and so when you when you don't really force yourself to step back and say okay forget what this organization is telling me what value do I actually have what results have I actually gotten and regardless of if these people say that I'm ready 
or not? What do I know to be true? And then acting on that. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, that's, you know, summing up your personal brand, like, I mean, perfectly being able to say, you know, this is what I do. This is the value that I bring. And yeah, I love how you made that point about also, I have to go above and beyond the job role to prove that I need, like, that I can get a promotion, like you said, for like a measly $5,000 extra uh, a year, which, yeah, it is manipulation. It is telling people that what you're doing is not enough. But if you can, I mean, if you can effectively, effectively tell people, you know, this is what I'm doing, this is the value that I bring, and y'all can take it or leave it, because I tell people all the time, in Stacey Abrams America, in 2021, there are too many ways for you to be making money to be stuck at a job that you do not like. You don't have to leave yeah. your house to make money. Okay. As long as you can brand yourself and tell people, this is what I do. This is the value that I bring. Just go on out there and do what you want to do. It's kids making money on YouTube. Like just go and do what you want to do. Yeah, no, that's true. So along with the statement I made earlier, if that organization does not value you, that does not mean you are not valuable at all. So it doesn't Amen. even mean you have to take the, the leap and do full-time entrepreneurship. You can go to another organization that does value you and does see what you bring to the table and you can negotiate from there. So in the other company, you know, they just miss out. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You decide where you take your talents. I tell people all the time, you need to be like LeBron James. When he is not satisfied, he says, I'm going elsewhere. Thank you very much be well that's what you can tell them okay right right be well. exactly be well be well well thank you so much portia i know we are at the end of our 30 minutes that time just flew by so i'm glad you are going to be back with us again uh, next week so everybody thank you so much for joining us today again portia is going to be one of our instructors for publicize like a pro so definitely don't miss out on that. If you have additional questions for me or for Portia, feel free to DM either one of us and we will answer them on next week live. Thank you so much, Portia. Thanks so much for joining us today. We would love to know what you thought about today's show. If you enjoyed it, please give us a five-star rating, leave us a comment and share with a friend. I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, and you can find me on Instagram at smccoyjoy. That's S-M-C-C-O-Y, joy. If you're a business owner in need of public relations or communications support, reach out to us at missionkeycommunications.com. We also want to hear about your confidence and creativity journey. Send us an email or DM with your story, and you might be featured on an upcoming show. Until next time, show up confidently.